Here we go! So it begins indeed. Thank you, Kosh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Quest for Pixels for the week of July 15th, 2018. I'm your host, the man with all the disappointed stares, Mike BC, and joining me this week from Gaming the Industry is Joseph Bradford. How's it going, Joseph? I love how every single time I'm on the show, you introduce me from a podcast that literally no one listens to. I mean, nobody listens to this. Less people <laughs> listen to this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, not, not a great way to start out your podcast. Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I haven't played too many games this week. The only thing humorous to happen today was uh with my with my wife but let's not get in let's not get in that. <laughs> that's not dangerous territory yeah pretty much. dangerous territory uh, how, how, how about how about you though i i got to beat you twice in magic today that's that, to that is a thing own. that happened yes and so i'm i'm pretty good hmm. again though i still feel like i won because it was my deck that took over the game that you were not playing it doesn't matter you I, could have just as easily lost with that i built deck. it no no, I, mean, I think we both have noticed <laughs> the two times that deck has been played. It's a pretty solid deck. deck, is, deck it, is it modern legal? Yeah, it's modern. So are you going to maybe take it to a tournament? No, no it's, 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 it's great for our little group of people who don't spend thousands and two thousands of dollars on a single deck. Okay. So yeah. Well, what have you been playing this week? Uh, Near Automata. And actually, uh, I'm about ready with my finish with my review for for Gamespace.com. Uh, on that, I'm playing the Born of Gods version on the Xbox One, um, and I've also been playing Magic Arena. They've finally added in uh, Core 2019, so I've done two drafts and remembered that I'm just horrible at draft. Now, does this cost money to play? Uh, it's it's an open beta. Okay. Uh, you really are recommended to spend some money in the game. But you don't have to. Uh, all the events you could play, with the exception of the drafts, you can play with the gold coins that you unlock just from free play. And the game does give you enough cards that you can start earning some coins um, while you're playing. But realistically, if you want to really compete and get good, you're going to have to spend money. Like every other you know, free-to-play card game on the market. So the difference here is Magic still has not, still has not worked out a good way of giving you the ability to not get duplicate cards. If you already have four copies of a card in Hearthstone, or if you have a set of whatever the set is in Hearthstone, the algorithm just works it out of it whenever you get a pack of new cards. Magic doesn't have that. So I have... Like, a lot of repeats. There's a, there's a ton. It's a wasted spot in a, in, a, in a booster pack. The nice thing Magic does is it does give you wild cards every so often. So every booster pack has a, has a percentage to get wild cards that you can use to get a to trade for a, a like card of that rarity. Mm -hmm. So I've built my Grixis control deck on Magic Arena, okay. almost exclusively using wild cards, because I was able to say, okay, I want this card, this card, this card, this card, this card. Thankfully as well, I had some mythic wild cards I put in the Scarab Gods. This deck is really needed. Um, last night I went six and three in a competitive tournament, and six six rounds. So it's best two out of three each round. Right, right, right. So, uh, I don't think I lost a single game until my seventh match. 
And then I Ooh. lost three matches in a row. <laughs> but it's okay. What about you? What have you been playing? Well, I uh, finished up Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redo. And uh, that game, I'm just glad I'm done with it, <laughs> to be honest. The, the, story, the story was so amazing. And um, hopefully... Hopefully the um, oops, maybe I shouldn't touch buttons. No, <laughs> no, don't touch the buttons. Um, so the the review though should be up on our website questforpixels.com within the next couple of days of this releasing. Um, hopefully by Tuesday. I'm not positive I'll have the assets in time, but um, I'm hoping we'll get them by the time this releases and mm -hmm. have it up by Monday night. But yeah, so look look out for that. And then I've uh, also been playing a little bit of YS8, Lacrimosa of Dana, which is really fun. It's a action RPG, so it's a, a refreshing change from the dungeon crawler that was Shin Megami Tensei. Um, just a quick note before we get started this, uh, this afternoon. Um... We did not record last week. Well, we did record last week. Let me rephrase that. We did not release an episode last week. Uh, we had Grouchy Surge on from Backlog Busters, and he was awesome, but I screwed up the recording. So I want to apologize to Grouchy for, for not, able, not being able to release that episode. And uh, we're going to have him back on, though. He just was busy this weekend, so he wasn't able to do that mulligan with us. Um... The news, of course, is brought to you by patreon.com slash quest for pixels. That's quest the number four pixels, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can support shows like Quest for Pixels Conversations, Quest for Pixels News Roundup, and On the Stack, which is still going to happen eventually. I was talking to Virginia about uh, renting that room at some point this month. Okay, cool. So. so look out sometime this month for On the Stack. All right, our first piece of video game news is one that we're actually holding over from last week. We talked about this with Grouchy last week, um, but seeing that we didn't post that episode, we, wanna, we wanted to give some time to this, um, and that is ArenaNet fired two employees following a pretty heated Twitter exchange, and that spurred on some controversy. Yeah, well, it was an exchange, but one side went a little kind of crazy. So, uh, Joseph... You are a little bit more into the industry being a journalist, so why don't you talk a little bit about this? Yeah, so on July 3rd, uh, an ArenaNet employee named Jessica Price, she's a narrative designer, uh, she posted a long, like 25 post thread on Twitter about the challenges of, of creating a uh, player character focused narrative in the living world in Guild Wars 2. If you haven't played Guild Wars 2, it's it's interesting it's, it's definitely one of the more uh, intriguing MMOs out there uh, the the problem is is Guild Wars 2 has been kind of characterized as a pay to, pay to win game uh, they okay. rely heavily on their cash shop um, but considering this is really the only game ArenaNet makes it makes sense that they would really emphasize that cash shop um, <clears throat> one of the cool things that they have going for them is they just had chapter 3 of their living story narrative uh, announced I don't think it's live yet so in what should be a couple weeks lead up leading up to this great narrative like achievement of the, of the team turned into this because uh, Jessica Price, like I said, she posted on Twitter this 20, 25 post thread on Twitter about uh, whether or not 
about the challenges of, of designing this narrative in Guild Wars 2. And then one of the more prolific streamers, he's from Denmark, named uh, Derior, Deroyer, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. We couldn't figure out how to pronounce um, it last week either. maybe he's French. Uh, he posted a, th- a, a response to it, saying that this is a really interesting, interesting thread. However, allow me to disagree slightly, and he went into his reasons why he disagreed with some of the takes that she had. Uh, his major thing was this was not necessarily... Uh, uh, an MMO specific, like Jessica Price was saying, that she was saying that this is more of an MMO specific issue rather than a Guild Wars 2 specific issue. Uh, he kind of believed that this is the constraint of the Guild Wars 2 story and how it's told that causes some of these designing these player characters and making the uh, making your decisions in the game feel meaningful. Uh, Jessica took his response as him mansplaining to her. Mm. Um, and telling, essentially telling her how to do her job. Now, in Jessica's fairness, she was also very likely getting a ton of, you know, man boys out there telling her a woman how to do her, how to, how to do her job. So this may have just been the one that finally broke the camel's back for her. Uh, either way, the way she reacted, she took a conversation that had an intensity level about one to two mm-hmm. to like an 11. Um, and she reached back, she basically retweeted him saying, you know, t- quote, today in being a female game dev, quote, allow me, a person who does not work with you, explain to you how to do your job. So, a couple different things to unpack there. First of all, she took his response as basically talking down to her because she happens to be female. Um, that's, okay, that's her prerogative and how she took it. Um, the other issue there is, again, it was there was nothing disrespectful about Dariah's, uh, um thread. It was, it was literally him just having a disagreement. Well, Arena didn't like that. And the unfortunate part is another employee who works with her, Peter Fries, uh, he kind of reached out and it's like, hey, guys, uh, he didn't ask for anyone's, she didn't ask for anyone's opinion. Trying to basically defend Jessica Price. Now, I don't know about you, but Twitter is a social network. So the minute you put something on a social network, you are inviting social interaction. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of comes with the territory. It's not a blog. This isn't a medium post. So uh, what ended up happening is uh, Guild Wars 2 CE, ArenaNet CEO Michael Bryan uh, saw this as uh, a failure to uphold the uh, standards of communication with players with ArenaNet. And he fired both Peter Fries and Jessica Price. Now, the most unfortunate part of this is Peter Fries was fired and nobody's talking about it. Because the entire narrative has been forced, has been shaped around how it is setting a chilling precedent to, uh, in Jessica Price's words, in in her interview with Polygon, to basically invite, solicit harassment from players. She felt as though the way ArenaNet handled it was basically she is, they are soliciting harassment from from players against their female devs. Um. Michael Bryan has doubled down on his whole thing, saying if you put a post a twenty five page post missive on Twitter, it doesn't matter if it's your private Twitter or not, if you're off the clock or not, you are representing the company in that moment. So the, every interaction you make with with somebody on their private, public Twitter or not, the minute you start talking about your work, you start talking about your work as it relates to their company, you are a representative of that company. Yeah, well, your work at that moment, I mean, your your post at that moment was what invited. The harassment. Well, but here's the deal. Nothing should, you should never harass anybody. Like, of let's put it this way. Harassment is awful regardless of whether you think it's, it's invited or not. And that's not, that's not what you're saying. But 
there was nothing harassing about that response that she got. It was an actual, thoughtful, wanting to create a dialogue response between one of the most prolific streamers in your game. Which, let's face it, your game isn't very popular to begin with. So this True. guy is kind of like a lifeline. Um, it's, it's, it's sad because on one hand, I understand why she, she and other developers and other game uh, journalists, like there is, the most depressing part for me is, is A, Peter Fry's isn't being talked about because this is a dude who got fired simply for trying to defend an employee. Um, and yeah, because, I'm not quite sure I agree with his firing, to be honest. Well, but here's, I don't agree with either of the firing. I think it was overreactive on both parts. But um, the problem is, is this narrative got shifted from nobody's thinking critically, nobody's looking at this, nobody knows all the facts. We don't know anything about what happened between Jessica uh, Price and an arena net on July 5th when they all, everybody came back from work after the 4th of July holiday, the day she got fired. Nobody knows if they took her aside and they had an argument, and the, as a result of the argument, that's why she got fired. Nobody knows if they just came in and fired her off the bat. Um, the problem is... Because we don't have any diversity of thought in this game, in this industry, you're only seeing one side of the story being published. Mm. Uh, you're only seeing one narrative being published, and that is that uh, being a female game dev, and I'll fully admit I am not a female or a game dev. Um, um, so take yeah. what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. Uh, being a female <laughs> game dev is harder than being a male game dev, and so therefore her firing should be more uh, looked at than Peter Fry's. Both of their firings should be looked at equally, first of all. Um, here's the here's the other unfortunate thing. What this does is, is it also enables people. Like the mob feels empowered now. The people who legitimately have come out and harassed these people now feel as though if they harass somebody long enough, the, they'll just get them fired. fired. Yep. Again, it was overreactive on both parts. I'm not sure. Th I'm not sure that I think it was overreactive. I did it first, but the more I, I thought about it, and the more that I researched into it, and the more that I thought about my own personal job. I work for the county, and I have a very similar uh, stipulation in, in my employment contract, which is you are a representative of the county anytime you go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. I can be released from my employment um, because even on this podcast, although I represent Quest for Pixels, I also represent the county where mm -hmm. I work at all times. Yeah. So anything that I do to disparage the county or anything that I do to disparage another employee within the county is a terminable offense no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, and, that, and that's also one of the uh, things that I don't think is actually being talked about because, again, the entire narrative is how the game developing game development world is anti-female game dev. And if you look at how this was framed, the, the quote that she took issue with had nothing to do with her gender. It simply had to do with he didn't agree with her full take. And, and he could have just as easily copy-pasted that entire response to any other person. Yeah. Uh, Jessica has a, has a history of... See, I don't want to get you in trouble for what I'm about to say. So what I'm about to say does not represent the views of Mike BC and Quest, Quest for Pixels. I'm pointing out the thing on my screen. Um, they can't see that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, she has a history of being combative and... and I hate saying it like this, playing up the harassed female card. Yes, women are harassed a lot more than men in this industry. It's yeah. disgusting. Uh, it's. I think it's, about Felicia Day and her whole Gamergate yeah, situation. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting, and, and it, it happens. But just because someone disagrees with you, and he happens to be a man, 
That does not mean he's harassing you. That does not mean exactly. he's picking on you because he's a female. Because you're a female. That's what... She has a history of this. I mean, we talked about... My very first episode on this with you, uh, we talked about uh, Total Biscuit's passing. It was right mm-hmm. after he passed. Right. She was celebrating it the very next day. Oh, gosh. Yeah, she was one of the people who was celebrating... And I get it. I if you don't agree with what somebody said, that's fine. But to stomp on the grave of somebody who, who, who just died of cancer at the age of 34. I mean, I, what... Yes, she very likely has been harassed by a ton of men. Yes. Mm-hmm. This may have just been the, co- uh, the, the, the uh, straw that broke the camel's back. The problem is that she has a repeated history of doing this. Well, and I kind of wonder if maybe every time she looks at a... At a viewpoint that disagrees with her from a man on Twitter now, does she have this victim's mentality going into it like, oh, it's because I'm a woman? Yeah, and, and that's... Well, and the problem is is that our industry has cultivated that exact thought because, yeah, there's a ton of harassment. There's no... Anybody who says women are not harassed more than men in this industry is just not looking at this industry. Has zero yeah, brain, well, brain yeah, power. take the blinders off. Um, women are harassed at a, at a much higher clip because, let's face it, men are awful. Men are disgusting people. We shouldn't exist. Okay. Um, the The problem is, is not every single time when someone has a disagreement with you, they're trying to mansplain to you, or they're or they're doing it simply because you're a woman. Maybe they just disagree, and that's exactly what happened here. Um, the problem is again. Now the horde has been incensed. The other issue, and I mentioned this before, there's no diversity of thought in our industry. So there's no people, there's nobody having this discussion we're having right now. Mm-hmm. Me and Shank had it on, on our podcast last week, uh, and he brought up a good point. There's zero critical thinking in this industry. Yeah. Nobody's thinking back to the, yeah, okay, we have all these things that we know, but what don't we know? They're, they're picking a side and just running with it. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, it's a problem. So, uh, ArenaNet has zero uh, ideas about giving the people their job back. I fully expect lawsuits. Uh, it'll be an interesting thing to go forward. It'll be also interesting to see how the rest of this industry reacts to it, too. How they move forward, how they treat uh, people's personal Twitters and the way they respond to fans moving forward. Because the thing that's getting lost here is the idea of whether or not you have the protection of speech on your own personal Twitter feed from your employer. And I think something to keep in mind, though, is that your protection, uh, your freedom of speech protection protects you from being persecuted by your government. Yeah. And not from your employer. That's a whole First Amendment (laughs) discussion that most people don't understand. I mean, it's it's sad, but there's no precedent on the Internet right now. We're kind of still in the Wild West of Internet law. Yeah. I I mean, mean, it's it's starting to get better. You have to look at ESPN, yeah, who fires employees for what they say on Twitter all the time, or simply suspends them if they sort of agree with what they want, but they don't want to lose Alabama uh, and the SEC. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, be interesting to see what uh, people who listen to this think, but I know we have to move on. We do. Um, we have one other piece of video game news to get to before we move on to Microsoft. And that is that Fortnite is uh, seemingly taking over the world. Such a garbage video game. But it's raking in millions of dollars, specifically to the tune of $318 million a month I think for a free-to-play video game. Yeah, well, 
That's a lot. But I think Pokemon Go makes like $1.2 billion a month. I would... I, I'm not going to fact check that right now. But I mean, I'll fact check it on my yeah, phone. Yeah, fact check that real quick while we talk because I don't, I don't know that it's quite that much. I'm pretty sure it's that much. But the, the thing is, is that it's gotten to the point where they can actually show that, that Fortnite okay, is starting so to lead... I had the number right, but not the, not the date. They've made a total of $1.2 billion. Not per month. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I had that totally wrong. So find out how much they make per month. Well, well, this we'll article is useless. Uh, the, the... That was a year ago. Battle Royale... <laughs> Um, for Fortnite, though, is showing that um, it's making people and, and students and co- you know workers less productive. It's actually gotten to the point where it's leading to schools banning the game on campuses. So, real, real quick, I'm sorry. Um, this website called Think Gaming, I don't know how accurate this is, uh, but it seems as though one of the things they do is they, uh, they estimate daily revenue for video games. Pokemon Go makes $1.37 million a day. So they make $30 million a month. A month. Yeah. So like less than 10 times. Yeah, no, just move on. <laughs> that was wrong. Okay. Whoa. Did you say that? I'm going to use that as a ringtone. I said it last time I was on the show. Ah, uh, that's right. I said I it three times today at Dad's house. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was I in the room? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I Dude, just I'm, I'm wrong all the time. Anymore. I'm wrong all the time. Just I just happen to be right more than you. Uh, just move on. Just move fact on. checking again, but anyways. <laughs> so Fortnite has has been starting to be banned at schools because it's starting to make people, kids, and parents alike starting <clears throat> to lose productivity. Um, what do you think about how popular and uh, this game has gotten and how sandboxy it is and 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 just how crazy it's become um so first of all i made my thoughts about fortnite the game known the minute you said fortnite yes that's true it's a garbage video game i hate fortnite it is a very bad video game okay i then be fighting myself, words with most video gamers apparently yeah that's fine they, most video gamers are wrong <laughs> uh it's okay that they can have wrong opinions um i'm a PUBG person i think PUBG is a better video game i do too however however think back to when PUBG exploded Mm-hmm. This was what was going to happen if PUBG continued to do what they did. The problem was they uh, made the deal with Microsoft, which I'm not going to say definitively detrimentally affected the PC development, but a lot of the gains that they made on PC came to a screeching halt because they were simultaneously working on the Xbox version. Okay. Um, at the same time, Fortnite, a game that was not even a battle royale game when it released. This is a tower defense game at its core. Or I guess now that you can say the inverse, because this is now a battle royale game that just so happens to have a paid uh, tower defense game that nobody plays. Um, when I first got my review code for Fortnite, it didn't even have battle royale in it. It was just the tower defense. Um, they have done everything right. It's free to play on every platform. Unless you're a Sony fan and you have to have two accounts. Um, Still free to play, just now you have to have two yeah. accounts. Just now you have to have two accounts because that's yeah, Sony. Um, their game runs, and it runs well on every platform. Mm-hmm. 
Now, flip side, PUBG runs on Xbox One and Xbox One X. Runs being in quotation marks and very liberally being used. Because it runs better on my phone than it does on the world's most powerful console. Okay? Um, It's it's garbage. And, to top it all off, it has a $30 uh, pay game. You have to pay $30 to get subpar performance. Now, again, I think it's a better game. But it's a hard sell when you look at the metrics in PUBG... And how it runs at 30 frames per second when you're lucky. If on, on, and I'm just talking console. On, on PC, it's perfect. It's fine. It runs at like 120 FPS. If you've FPS got a PC, PC. that'll run it, yes. Well, this PC over here is not as good as this one, and it runs it at 75, 80 FPS just fine. Right, no, I understand that, but you have gaming PCs. That's true, that's true. Uh, Fortnite's not going to run on a piece of garbage either. It's, it's a lot more complex than it looks. Uh, it's Unreal Engine 4, it's the same engine as PUBG. Um, the problem is, is on PUBG, it, it, on console, which, let's be fair, the vast majority of people who play Fortnite probably are playing on console. At least two-thirds of the audience. Um, or actually, three-fourths of the audience now that it's on Switch. Um, it runs at 60 FPS flawlessly. It's, it's great. Uh, it's fun. It's easy to get into. And, oh my goodness, it's free. It doesn't cost you any money. So when you're looking, at, as a parent, when you're looking at something for your kid... You'd go with the free thing that runs well versus the $30 thing that doesn't run very well. If you're looking that hard, yes. <clears throat> and on top but, of it, Fortnite has created this cultural But when you look at $318 a month, what you're also looking at is the fact that these people are paying well over $30 eventually. Sure, but they're, th- that's the other... I, I was going to get to that. Uh, PUBG just tried doing the same thing that Fortnite is doing with their battle passes where you pay for an event pass. It's 10 bucks. And uh, you get access to this event. You get uh, cosmetics and stuff like that. PUBG tried doing the same thing and failed miserably. You know why? Because they already charged. Because they already the charged. They already charged thirty bucks for the game, and the cosmetics just—they don't make sense. They have this event that you can still partake in. You can still participate in the event. You just don't get any progress towards the event. The whole Sandhawk map that that they just released in PUBG is a lot of fun, but unless you paid ten bucks, you didn't get any progress towards uh, unlocking that event even more. Uh, Fortnite has has definitely they've done everything right. They've done literally everything right. I want to say something though about this whole it's being banned at schools. It's a video game. It shouldn't be at school. Weren't anyway. video games already <laughs> banned at schools? Not in my high school. I mean, like obviously, I don't mean at like gaming club. Like uh, Shane has no, a gaming club. Like when I was in. When I was going to Rancho, I would go to uh, my science teacher's classroom and play Tribes on his computer during class. Was he high or something? No, he just liked playing Tribes with me. Oh, well, uh, okay. Let's go ahead and move on to our Microsoft news. This is kind of big. It is kind of big. Um, I, I wasn't really all that interested until I got to the second part of it, even though they're branding it like the first part's the important part. Um, and that is that Dolby Vision support is coming to the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X for video streaming. And the Xbox One S and X will also start supporting FreeSync. So that's an old article, if that's what they're saying. It's J- July 14th. Okay. So this this person has it in following news. If they're... Okay, so... Okay, you, you read it wrong then. Um... Because FreeSync has been on Xbox for a few months now. Uh, they're just kind of reporting Microsoft it as... also announced. 
Yeah, uh, they're just kind of reporting it as as a way to link back SEO wise in this article. Um, oh, but FreeSync FreeSync has been on the Xbox One for at least they talked about FreeSync once yeah. before when you were on the uh, show. I that's think. it's a what what Microsoft is doing is is making console more like PC, which I know this may anger some people who think this is the elitist way of thinking, but that just makes consoles better. Oh, it does. Well, yeah. I mean, especially any time that you can stop screen tearing on an Xbox. Now you need a FreeSync capable monitor for that, um, but FreeSync. If, if we're if we're gonna talk about variable refresh refresh rate uh, monitors, FreeSync is definitely the one to get into because it's cheaper. Um, I FreeSync is an a- AMD thing. If you want Nvidia, you have to pay the G Sync tax, which is usually a couple hundred bucks more just for this for literally the same thing. Which is weird because isn't Nvidia normally a more expensive way to go about doing anything? Yeah, but to be fair, their graphics cards are night and day better. The okay. AMD doesn't have a single thing to compete with anything NVIDIA has high-end. Now, FreeSync, on the other hand, is incredibly attractive for anybody who doesn't want to buy a $700 1440p monitor but wants to have a variable refresh rate. Now, this doesn't help in terms of frame rate issues, like if a game just plummets or if, uh, let's say, the, uh, the game feels like it's hitching, like it's stuttering a little bit. Uh, that's not going to be cleared up by FreeSync because that's an engine thing. That's that's a dev thing. But what it will do is if your frame rate goes from 30 to 29 or 30 to 25, your refresh rate will change with it, and it's not going to be as noticeable. Um, I, I reviewed a G-Sync monitor for my computer for about a month, and I almost bought it. If Virginia had let me spend 350 bucks on another monitor two months after buying this one, totally would have done it. Uh, the Dolby Vision support thing is, is pretty cool too, though, because it takes it lets people take full advantage of their hardware that they purchased. Most people have HD TVs nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's yeah. the whole reason why I'm primarily a PC player. I want to take full advantage of my investment, and PC lets me do that with with the hardware and pushing it pushing the graphics to the limit. This just allows Xbox users to take full advantage of that TV they purchased for their Xbox or for their Blu-ray player, or if you have a Xbox One X, both. So. Cool. Is there anything else we can say um, about Because I don't know a whole lot about. I believe what it's going. I to believe the premium. Be. I think it says the premium Netflix subscription. Uh, also, like you have to have Dolby Vision on your TV, uh, and some streaming services have it built in already. So this just right. again allows you to take better advantage. If you're paying for that extra money on your subscription for like the best subscription level, uh, this just again allows you to take more advantage of it. But most people nowadays are using uh, Google Chrome, Amazon. Uh, Fire Sticks, or like me, I have an Apple TV, so I do most of my streaming from that, which already already has it. Cool. All right. Uh, is moving on to our Sony news. A Fortnite player was banned. This was actually back in May that he was banned, but it's an update to this story. Uh, Fortnite player was banned using an Xbox 360 era meme, and Sony's saying he's not going to get his account back. Um, so basically, the 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 story is. Uh, stop, stop. Sorry, I was trying stop. to read it. I thought you had already read it. <laughs> Gosh. So he had an argument with another player. He ends up sniping him in Fortnite, gets accused of hacking on PSN in a chat box, makes a joke using a popular meme from the Xbox 360 days, and uh, it's the little baby with the headset on and says, I'm going to get you banned, my dad works at Microsoft. 
and he gets reported for using this meme, and my uh, and Sony bans him, like completely bans him, not just from Fortnite, but completely turns his Sony account off. And he's been appealing and appealing. They won't even hear the case. And uh, so the update to the story is they are doubling down and they are just not going to uh, to reinstate his account. Yeah, this is garbage. Absolute garbage. Because if he has his entire account, uh, I, I get it. Like, post a thing saying, blah, ha, 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 and then, you know, the word for a British cigarette it's also uses derogatory Got it. Yes. yeah slam um yeah you got to deserve some some sort of punishment maybe like a, a suspension of your account for a couple days or so but banning your account and i believe that also means you lose access to any digital purchases you've mm-hmm. made which can't be as well as anywhere else because you're on sony <laughs> as well no, no no i'm not talking about fortnite if he's banned his P- i'm talking about like maybe he likes like a 60 dollar game like maybe he likes play madden or god of war right he, he made those purchases. If he bought them digitally, yeah. <clears throat> he he made those purchases. Uh, it, I, I'm saying this thinking he... I don't know if he did or not. Um, this is... I get it. The, the idea of removing toxicity from your community. But people are already mad at you that you won't let people share their Fortnite accounts. People are already upset with you that you're the only platform you can't cross-play Minecraft with. Yep. People are already mad at you for... Well, there's a lot of... People have been mad at you because you can't change your name on PSN. Like, people have been asking that since, like, the PS3 era. This does I mean, not... you have to pay $10 to do it on Microsoft. But, but you, you can, can do, do it. it. That, that's the thing. You can do it. So you don't have some, like, name you made up when you were 15 years old and thought you were, like, the, the hottest thing ever. Uh, and, you know, have some homophobic slur no. in your name. Yeah. <laughs> and now no, you're... XX now you're, Hot Stuff 35. But, and now you're a 35-year-old <laughs> man who's, like... Crap, like, this is how I'm known online. Um, Sony has so much goodwill that they think they can probably withstand this. The problem is it's going to chip away. It's going to chip away at all that goodwill. Whereas Microsoft is doing things like adding FreeSync, adding Dolby Vision, doubling down on, on cross-play. It, freaking Microsoft and Nintendo put out a trailer together. Right, right. Who would have ever thought that happened? And I think Megadad's made a really good point this month on their show that <laughs> Microsoft is setting themselves up for the next generation to be the leaders in the next generation, and Sony in the next generation is setting themselves up to fail. What we have right now is a complete reversal from what happened last gen. Microsoft is Sony, this gen. Microsoft during the 360 era is how Sony is acting right now. Yeah. Microsoft got humbled by the response of the Xbox One. The sales of the Xbox One were sluggish as a result. Sony skyrocketed and took the lead. And Sony believes that they're high on the world and they can't be torn down. Microsoft, on the other hand, is humbled and they're, they're trying to be... And a lot of it spins from Phil Spencer as well. Phil Spencer is... He's been great. Uh, is a totally I mean, different... He's, he's trying yeah. anyways. Yeah, he's, he's been pretty awesome. Um, you're right. Microsoft seems to be setting it up for next gen, which that may happen in a year for all we know. Yeah. Sony, on the, on the other hand, thinks they can rest on their laurels. And the problem is, this is just all going to come back and bite you. Well, this is really elitist, and it, it, it really is going to hurt them in the long run. They they may not see it now because they've sold almost 80 million units of the PS4. But if they're waiting, I mean, if, they're, if their success plan rests entirely on these PS4 sales, they're going to be in for a rude awakening when the PS5 comes well, so out. This is why Sony is hemorrhaging money everywhere but their game division i mean the game division is the only division that's making sony any money um the problem is is when that stops 
Yeah. So, who knows? Uh, hopefully, Sony will give him his account back, or at least if he made digital purchases, they'll allow him to transfer those licenses. Um, that's the scary part about buying digital games, though, exclusively. That's all I do. I only buy digital games because you can be bothered to go to the store. Well, I mean, you're a jerk, but you're at least not a jerk online. No, I'm a jerk online. I just don't say homophobic things. I have a like a nine-year-old kid that I want to teach to be a better person than me, which I, admittedly the bar is low. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of Microsoft or Sony news, but let's go ahead and get into our Nintendo news. Accessory maker Bionic Gaming is releasing a cable that will re- replicate the Nintendo Switch dock, and. Uh, NintendoLife.com actually has a picture of what it's going to look like. It really is just a little cable. It looks like a little splitter. It's going to have two cables on the other side. One that will go into a wall jack, and then the other will go into your Switch. And it's supposed to be able to have the other side plug into your TV so that you can use it kind of like a portable Switch dock. Um, I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit concerned... And the reason I say that is because there have been other... Uh, Nico did a portable switch dock. Um, there have been some other... Nico, N-I-K-O? Yeah. Uh, Ni- N- Ni- Nico? N-Y-K-O? Nico. Yeah, Nico. I heard it, Nico. Whatever. Yeah, they're wrong. I've talked to Nico. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, uh, other companies like Ni- Nico um, has done portable switch docks, and after the 5.0 update they started bricking consoles. So my question here, and it doesn't say that this is the case, so my question here is, what's stopping this from being just another statistic in these you know, third-party What uh, needs cables? to happen is it needs to be officially licensed by Nintendo. And that was my question, is is this going to be an officially licensed product? Yeah, if it's not officially licensed, don't buy it. If it's something like this that could brick your console, and there's a history of things like this doing so, just, just don't. Just, I mean, use a dock. All the dock is is a pass-through. It's a fancy pass-through. Yes. That's what this is. It's a, it's a pass-through. So, I mean... So, they're also going to be releasing a couple of other... That's kind of cool. Uh, ...chargers, um, portable chargers, uh, that will have some backup batteries. And... Yeah. Anyways. Um, again, the, the moral of the story is, if it's not officially licensed, wait. Wait. Let some other people be victims before you are. Yeah. Um, well, and see, even at that, though, I mean, the one for Nyko worked really well. Uh, Marty from Nintendo Dads had one. He said <laughs> it worked really well. Um, 5.0 comes out. They start bricking consoles. Well, and what And happened, everybody says, okay, well, no, now we can't use these. Well, what happened is Nintendo got tired of not selling docks. Well, yeah, because Nyko was selling these things for 45 bucks. Yeah, and what the dock is 90, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. The, the, the dock so, sells for 90 again, and stuff, but, this could probably work... Just as well. I mean, all you need is the HDMI cable, the pass-through, and the two, the, the, the charging cables. I mean, it's it's not hard to figure something like this out. The problem is, is does it encroach on Nintendo's own sales? Unless it's officially licensed by Nintendo. Wait. Well, and now Nintendo, I guess, didn't really say anything about them purposefully breaking consoles, but I mean, I guess you're not going I to I don't think they that. purposefully bricked a console. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm not saying Nintendo's going around saying, ah, oh, we're going to get it, like they're vindictive or something. But they did, they did not necessarily, they didn't take responsibility for it, but they did say, just use our products. Well, there's, that, that's the thing. <laughs> 
they're not going to take responsibility for breaking people's consoles, but they are going to say hey, you used an unofficially licensed product. So see that was that was your risk. But then come on, Nintendo, get us something that makes it so that if I take my Switch with me on the go, I don't have to take my dock to play it on somebody else's TV. Well, hopefully that person has a dock. <sighs> Again, I mean, Nintendo's in the business of making money, not making convenient. But they can make money off of making convenience. I don't disagree. So, <laughs> just stop being Nintendo, Nintendo. Stop gosh. Nintendoing, Nintendo. Alright. Whoa. That's Thank an you. autoplay video. Uh, WWE 2K19 is going to skip the Nintendo Switch this year. Not surprising. They, they were on the console last year. With 2K17, but um, it had a lot of problems. Yeah. Which, of course, means not a whole lot of sales. So they decided, well, we're just not going to do it this year. Yeah, totally not surprising, uh, considering uh, they skip a lot of sports games, that being EA, on the Switch. Uh, the only sports game that I think EA has put out on the Switch is FIFA. And uh, besides WWE. This is 2K, actually. I'm thinking of a different studio. Um, but... Yeah, i totally not surprised here, uh, especially with the issues. And again, uh, sports games typically run uh, fancier engines. Like, I know all of EA stuff is running Unreal Engine. No, they're running Frostbite now. Yeah. Um, which, let's face it, Frostbite barely runs on an Xbox. Yeah. So... I'm really happy to see that they're not going to be stuck on console this year. Why release a... Uh, I'm so happy to see Madden hit PC this year. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's neither here nor there, though. Why release a game on a console that's going to deteriorate the, the brand just skip it you did this it last year you, 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 yeah there's no reason to do it this is a smart move cool moving right along don't don't disrespect your, your your customers let's put it that way do business well so Nintendo has uh, shown that they can play well with Microsoft they can also play well with people that they're in a lawsuit with uh, they are actually in a lawsuit right now with uh, Colapool Colopal? Did we decide Colopal. that was Colopal? Yeah. Colopal. Uh, they're actually in there with a, uh, a lawsuit with them over five patent infringements. But Colopal did announce uh, this week that they're going to be releasing a new game on the Switch in 2020. Uh, 20, yeah, 2020. Mm -hmm. So, um, do you think there's any precedent for that where, where a game developer that's in a legal battle with Nintendo or any other console for that matter um, releases on their console despite that? Uh, I can't think of any but that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. What do you think about that? Well think about it this way Nintendo uh, and N Nintendo Publishing Nintendo of America doesn't necessarily mean they, they publish or develop the games or they're the, the hardware maker you saw Nintendo of Japan two right. different things so who knows the, the, uh, they could be publishing the game but if this is a copyright infringement, which I'm assuming has to do with hardware, totally separate issue from from the game itself or the system itself having a game published on it. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not shocked, but I would be hard-pressed to say this has ever happened. Uh, Nintendo versus Colopal started... This is... Who is this? I don't like to read... Well, okay, let me rephrase that, because I just said... I, I, I won't say it hasn't happened. I'm just hard-pressed to find another example. SiliconAira.com. Uh, Nintendo vs. Colopal started oh, early this year. It's still ongoing. Um, what do they say? Okay, yeah, this is important to note, too. 
Um, looks like this was translated from Nikkei, which makes me think that the lawsuit is very likely against Nintendo of Japan. Yeah. Which... And they, they, they put out a statement that's, that just clarified that the two matters are unrelated. Yeah, so. so this is a hardware dispute. It has nothing to do with their ability to publish a game on their platform. So, all right, we're going to talk... Is, this is not as interesting as the Candy Crush Saga guys suing, suing everybody who used the word Saga in their name. Or Candy. No, they were just... They were, just oh, were they suing for Candy? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, there was a I don't guy even heard of the saga because Bad the, Saga the, got sued. The biggest one was this guy who created a game similar to Candy Crush before Candy Crush came out. And his was like Candy's it was something else, but it was Candy first in the name and it was he, it was a similar game, but it wasn't the same. And uh, they came in and created Candy Crush and uh, then when their game took off, they sent a cease and desist letter, and when he refused to do so, they sued him, and they won their case. So now he's uh, not able to publish this game. Okay, so just to just to clarify real quick, uh, the patents involved in the Colopal versus Nintendo uh, thing looks like it has to do with how shadows and images are rendered. So it looks like it's an engine thing in terms of... Uh, it looks like it's both an image thing as well as a game mechanic thing because they're talking about uh, using a finger and stuff on a screen for combat in a specific game. And they reference the game they're publishing on the platform later on in this article. So, yeah, totally different from being able to sell a game. Cool. Alright, our last piece of Nintendo news is... That Fortnite on the Switch is going to, it now supports, rather, uh, su- uh, gyro controls, and that they're not hard to use. I don't know how true that last part is, because I hate using gyro controls. And, you know, difficulty is very subjective. So, is that something you're going to go and <laughs> no. start using? Gyro controls should not exist. I, yeah, well, I like them in a few few minor instances, but this... Gyro controls should not exist. Pikmin 3's gyro controls were the only way to play that Shouldn't game. Shouldn't exist. But other than that, I more or less agree with you. See, I, here's I, the thing: like gyro controls ruined Star Fox. They did. Uh, they made. I had to some... swallow that pill hard because I tried to defend that game for a long time. Yeah, no, gyro controls ruined Star Fox. They did. Uh, they made some of the uh, shrines in Zelda unplayable. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, those shrines that hey, you had to. Do this with your yeah. It's patterns. no, no, gyro controls. I mean, good on my good on Nintendo for sticking to their guns and trying to be different. But maybe this is one place where you should just join the rest of us. I hate gyro. You know, controls. and it's funny because they were kind of like the pioneers with gyro controls, and then everybody else was like, "Hey, that's really catching on." And then they tried it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, this sucks." So well, the 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 uh, PlayStation Four still has gyro controls built into the controller. I've never played a game on my PS4 that yeah, actually requires me to use it. Play Last of Us? I have not actually played it yet. I have it, but I haven't played it yet. Okay, so in order to recharge your battery on your on your uh, flashlight, you have to shake the controller like you're shaking the battery to charge in your flashlight in real life. It's stupid. Naughty dog. Come stupid. On. Come on, naughty dog. I think you even do this. it in... in uh, I think there's even gyro controls in Uncharted 4. I don't have that. Okay, well you should now leave that it's 20 this house bucks, right I might, now I might and get go it get it. Maybe when I have twenty dollars. 
I will give you twenty dollars. You're gonna buy me the game? I will not give you twenty dollars. Okay. <laughs> but for those of you who like gyro controls, and I know you're out there, you know, weirdos. Yep. Um, you'll be happy to know that if you're playing Fortnite on the Switch, which most of you are, because most of you are playing Fortnite, as we talked about earlier, uh, you can go play it with gyro controls now. I mean, more power to you if that's how you want to play. Play how you want to play. Just gyro controls shouldn't exist. All right, well, that does it for the news. This week, we are not doing a mailbag topic, but instead, we're going to play a quick game of gaming Would You Rather. Which you should have some like theme music for this. No, sorry. Don't have that. So, Joseph, would you rather live without Legend of Zelda or live without Final Fantasy games? I thought about this after I answered it at Mom and Dad's house, because my answer at Mom and Dad's house was I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> but the more I thought about this, Twitch makes playing games or not playing games so immersive. Mm-hmm. You can enjoy a game just by watching someone play it on Twitch. So, because of how disappointed I was in the overall Zelda experience of Breath of the Wild, which, don't get me wrong, Breath of the Wild was an amazing game. They just have infuriating game systems in that. Uh, I'd probably play Final Fantasy and not play Zelda. Okay. Mainly because uh, Final Fantasy XV was a really good video game, and uh, Final Fantasy has an MMO that I could just continue to play for the rest of my life. Whereas Zelda, who knows? What about you? Uh, probably I would play... <laughs> this was hard, because Ocarina of Time is my favorite game of all time. And I'm choosing the other series. See, and I'm choosing Zelda. Not surprising, because Nintendo. I don't. I've played more of those games than more than. And I really yeah. love Final Fantasy VII and VIII. Mm-hmm. Those are like two of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. But I really, I, I play more Zelda than I play Final Fantasy. Yeah, makes sense. Um. Would you rather only be able to play games? I think you already know the answer to this question. <laughs> Okay, answer. Ask it. Ask it. Would it's you fine. rather only play games on console? And, and I want to. I want to say this: only games that release on console, or only games that release on PC. You can't port them over with an emulator. Okay, you're talking specifically exclusives. No, no. I mean, like, you can never play your console again, or you can never play okay, on I'm, your PC. But I'm asking you: Does this? Because the way you set that up is it. it it was... Because I, I don't want you to think, oh, I can't play my console again, so I'm just going to emulate the games from my console. No, my no, PC. no. It's, uh, okay, okay. So, okay. No, it's uh, only e- games that is, are actually released. This is literally requiring, requiring zero thought on my mind. It's, it's PC, because PC, it's just objectively the best way to play a video game. Yes, but are you actually willing to give up all the games on the consoles yeah. that are good? Just yeah. to play... There's like three. There's... Okay, there's like four. Uh, there's Halo, which if you played Halo 5, you're okay if you never have to play a Halo game again. Okay. And they're releasing those on PC now. Right. Um, there's Horizon Zero Dawn, which, uh-huh. I mean, it's a better Zelda game than Breath of the Wild was, but whatever. I'll play Final Fantasy, uh, as we just discussed. There's Uncharted, which, okay, it's, it's good. It's not my favorite series on the planet. Uh, then then there is God of War, which if I want to hear Teal'c say indeed, I'll watch Stargate. And there's Zelda. But I just said I wouldn't play Zelda for the rest of my life. We're, not, we're done with that question. That's fine. That's fine. Again, I can watch them play it on Twitch. 
if I really want to get down to experiencing the game and not being able to play it, I'll watch somebody else play it. But I can't play Total War, which is my favorite, one of my favorite games series of all time, on a console. I can't play Civilization, which is my favorite game series of all time, on a console. That's true. Uh, and then all of the games that would come to console and PC run better on PC anyway. That's true. So I wouldn't be playing them on console regardless. <laughs> so again, very simple question in my mind. Yes, I'm giving up some exclusives. I'll never be able to play an Xbox again. I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> what about you? I think you know the answer to this yeah, question. Yeah, you're a, console, you're a fanboy. You have to play Nintendo. I am a Nintendo fanboy. Yes, it's yeah. true. Yeah. See, again, there are so many exclusives that are exclusive only to PC that make playing PC in my mind just worth it. And again, the games that are cross-platform would, in theory, run better on a PC as long as it's not destroyed by a bad port. Okay. <clears throat> would you rather, and I know your answer, but the listeners don't get it. Would you rather only be able to play a JRPG-style game for the rest of your life? Or would you rather never play a JRPG again? I'd rather not play a JRPG because I just had my favorite game series of all time as an RTS. So. Okay. Need to play Civilization. What about you? Same, but not for that reason. I just... I can live without JRPGs. But <laughs> now, I, that's sad because Persona 5 is the best video game I've played in two years and that's a JRPG. But Twitch. No, that's a game I want to play. That's the reason why I haven't continued watching the uh, Persona 5 animated series because they've caught up to me where, where I'm at in the game. <laughs> so I'm like, all right... Going to have to finish the game now. Okay, next question was one that Shane and uh, Steve came up with. Okay. Uh, next question is magic related. Would you rather never play magic again or only play using commons? Only? Okay, so I'm just going to have to step away from magic. Because commons are just it's, it's such peasantry. No, I'd, play, I'd, I'd, I'd play popper. Why not? You'd play popper. I play popper. Okay. I even recommend. I even suggested playing a popper uh, tournament here at the house. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's fun to have seventeen mythic rares in your deck, and you're playing against Shane, and he has like commons everywhere. It also makes cards like Fatal Push useless against you guys. One of the most powerful cards in Standard, and it's useless against you guys, because it only kills creatures with a uh, mana cost of two or less, unless a creature left your unless a permanent left your battlefield that turn, then it does four. But when I need to be using it, y'all are playing three three cost creatures. Um, and then I had another question, but I didn't type it down. Fly. Hmm. I, I mean, look around you. There's plenty of inspiration in here. Okay. So, would you rather play Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I have a Kingdom Hearts poster, not a Final Fantasy poster. But you have Lord. Uh, that's Lord of the Rings. That's Lord of the Rings. I do have. I do have an Advent Children Cloud. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Would you rather play Final Fantasy VII or watch the movie? <laughs> uh, Advent Children was a decent. Movie. It was actually a really good movie. Not as good as the game though. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Just because it has Final Fantasy characters in it. And freaking goofy. Oh, that's true. If you're playing for Kingdom Hearts, you're kind of still playing Final Fantasy. Exactly. Come on, Mike. Yeah, I have there's, to. There's a single question in this room. There's a single okay, Mike, question Mike. in this room. You asked the question. Would though. you rather 
Read Lord of the Rings. You have one one choice, and this is a question really for me, but I'm asking you. Okay, Would you rather be allowed to uh, either only read Lord of the Rings for the rest of your life, or only watch Lord of the Rings for the rest of your life? You can't do both. Oh gosh! <laughs> Shut your face. See, if you can't see this, but the entire wall behind the computer is Lord of the Rings. I have pictures from I have the two towers, which is funny because that's from the two towers. That's from the Fellowship of the Ring. Right. <laughs> I have. Literal action figures of Eowyn and Gollum hanging on my wall. I have a map of Middle-earth that was sent to me from my buddies in... From my kin members in Lord of the Rings Online who live in New Zealand went to Weta, bought that map, brought it to them when they came to Vegas. I have Lord of the Rings Pez dispensers. I have an entire desk full of nothing but Tolkien books. So for, I think the answer for me is clear. I'd only read it. Okay. But I think for you, you'd only watch it. Have you have you ever read those books? Yeah, I've read their entirety. Books. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time, but yes, I've read the books. Did you see the nerdiest thing that's be posted on Facebook in the last couple weeks? No. Okay, I'll have to show you after the show. So, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and call it there. We're gonna do one more, and that's because we are gonna do something special for for you, the the, the listeners right now, and that is we are going to do a giveaway. What are we giving away? What are you, you we, giving? I'm not giving away anything. Yeah, no. Quest for Pixels I'm, I'm, is giving away. I'm not involved. A $20 gift card. Oh, cool. Can I win? No, because you're oh. on the show. <laughs> Maybe if you hadn't been on the show, but no, you're on no. the show. And uh, you're about to answer the question Nepotism. right now. So, the question will be um, a would you rather question. And you have to listen. I'm not posting this question anywhere else. So, if you don't listen, you won't know the question. Listen, guys. The question is, would you rather... Only be allowed to play your favorite video game ever, or never play a video game again. What do you think, Joseph? I don't know. I think I get tired of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I think I can find a new hobby. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's that's rough because that doesn't have to be your exact video game, or can it be a video game series? Because mm. I'd be okay with just one more turn for the rest of my life. But I'm pretty sure I'd get really pissed off with the great Deku tree after a while. <laughs> we will go ahead and open it up to your franchise. Okay. Okay. Then uh, I will play every Civilization game ever made for the rest of my life. And that's it. Okay. So, hmm. I'm not sure that I could do that, though. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that without any like hesitation, but like, give me two months in and all I've played is Civilization <laughs> and I would probably shoot myself. <laughs> I would probably have to... Gandhi nuking me all the time. I would probably have to, to give up my favorite video game so I could have some variety. No, no, you just said you can't play video games ever. So you either play your favorite video game or you don't play video games. That was your question. Right, I'd have to give it up. So you just find a new thing to do? With your life? Alright, well. That's depressing. It's a good thing you, like, you have a cool brother who plays magic with you, you know? Yeah. Adam's not that cool. He tried, but no. <laughs> Alright, so hopefully somebody wins some, some money. So what we'll do is... How are they going to win it? I'm getting there. Oh. So what we'll do 
is we're going to release this episode on Monday. And you have until Friday. This Monday the 16th. Monday the 16th. And you have until Friday the 20th? Is it the 21st? Literal calendar right here. Can't be bothered to look at calendars. Da, da, da. Yeah, the twentieth. You're right. Twentieth. Yes, that's right. The first thing. You have until Friday the twentieth. That'll be the last day we accept entries. To email us at questforpixels at gmail.com with your response, and all of our responses will be put into a drawing, which we will do next week on the show. Cool. That'll do it for Quest for Pixels News for Roundup. Joseph, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at LOTR Lore. Uh, you can follow my work. Uh, I write everywhere. IGN, GameSpot. Not GameSpot. I keep saying GameSpot. Games Radar. I've written for them. Uh, GameSpace. MMORPG.com. More and more. Uh, the more interesting coverage that I'll be doing coming up is Evo is coming to town in two weeks. Uh, that's the Street Fighter Dragon Ball Z uh, tournaments uh, on the Strip. So I'll be covering that. And then uh, World of Warcraft next month for IGN. You didn't even play World of Warcraft. I, yeah, well, that, I told Dan. He said, that's fine. Okay, then. It'll be interesting. So, yeah, if you want to follow uh, my shenanigans at LSER Lore, I'm doing a bit more streaming nowadays, too. I've kind of decided I've got this nice fancy webcam. Why not use it? Yeah. So, I've uh, been streaming on YouTube, Mixer, Periscope, and Twitch all at the same time. And so, what's your YouTube handle, since that's where I think most LLCR of It's LSER Lore. I mean, it's literally LSER Lore for everything. Okay. Cool. So, if you, want, if you want to follow me... Just simply type in L-O-T-R-L-O-R-E and Google results will populate. And they're pretty much me. Because I've got that SEO on lock, yo. Mike, where, where can they find you at? You can follow me at MikeBC1985 on Twitter. You can follow the show at Quest for Pixels. That's Quest, the number four pixels. You can follow us on YouTube and Twitch at Quest for Pixels Gaming. Of course, head over to the website, questforpixels.com, where you can check out articles for our soapbox department, and game reviews. Of course, we'll be putting up our Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redo. Redux. Uh, it's Redo. I, I found that out. Really? Yeah. I'm still going to keep saying Redux. It's Redo. It's Shouldn't there be an O in there, then, if they're going to go with the French pronunciation or the X on the end? It should be E-A-U. Yeah. Oh, but no, you're right. E-A-U. But it's it's Redo. I don't know. All right, well, whatever. It's, it's not my game. <laughs> It's not, it's, not our, it's not our word, Mike. It's not my word. It's not, it's not my. Word. It's not either one of us. It's not our word. Strange Journey Redo will be on the uh, website by Tuesday, hopefully. Cute. And uh, I always forget something at the end. For the sake of bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.